What's up, everybody? This is the Shape by Music podcast, and I am your host, Jace. I'm happy to be here with you all, man. Thank you for tuning in to episode two. Listen, y'all, this is going to be a really, really good one. I know that you're going to enjoy this one, man. So just vibe with me, ride with me. Let's turn it up. Tune in. Let's go. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you turn your notifications on. Like this video. And please do me a favor. Comment on the video. Let me know what you think about the content. Let me know what you think about these perspectives. Add your own perspective. You know, I would love to hear what you got to say because you are the most important part of this entire production. Hey, y'all, before we get into the episode, I just want to make sure you understand that I've been fortunate to have music influence my life in a positive way. Shaped by Music podcast is designed to share insight on my thoughts and experiences, but it's also to help you reflect on your songs, the albums and performances that may have influenced you as well. So make sure when you hear me talk about certain songs, albums, artists, performances, whatever, you got to pause the episode to write down some notes or, you know, do some self-reflection, do what you got to do because this podcast is really for you. So those who know me, you know that I used to be a beat maker back in the day. Let's go back as far as middle school. It wasn't really too much going on in hip hop other than Ludacris, Ja Rule. Um, you had a lot of the DMXs. You had, um, you know, cash money was still kind of flowing. They were splitting up, but they were doing anything nonetheless. You had a lot of the Ashanti's. It was that era, 2001, 2002. So you had a lot of the luxury rap at the time. And I was more into like the introspective, most deaf, Talib Kweli type stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was really on that common flow. Um, a little more backpackish than anticipated. <laughs> and at the time, living in the South, you know what I'm saying? Crump music was actually coming up. So you had Lil Jon, Eastside Boys. Um, this is like right before... Lil Scrappy and Trillville and all of them came out. So this is right on the cusp of transitioning to crunk. So I was just like, man, it sounds cool. And it's, it's cool like in the, in the parties or it's cool like, you know, in the car. I decided that um I'm going to do my own thing and just bet on my own gifts, right? So I knew that I wanted to like create some kind of sound. And I was heavily influenced by H to the Izzo by Jay-Z. So I'm like, man, I want to make stuff like that. I couldn't get over that hump of not being able to do what I really wanted to do, but everything on the radio just really, it sounded repetitive at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? I really, I wasn't really into everything. Um, to say the least, man, I did like Pharrell. I love what Timberland was doing at the time. I was definitely digging Missy Elliott. I was rocking with what Just Blaze was creating with his sound. Um, you know, it's just that whole blueprint era. That was really what I was focused on recreating. I kept making beats. It just, it wasn't working out. So I'm watching um, BET Rap City one day and through the wire, the video came on and it starts with a montage of him, I believe in Harold's Chicken in Chicago. And he's addressing some lady who's asking for a dollar. Long story short, it shows like a bunch of different Polaroids transitioning to like different moments of his life where he was in a car accident to where he was recovering from a car accident with his mouth wired shut. And I'm like, yo, this is powerful. I thought that was like some kind of metaphor through the wire, but it turns out he was actually in a car accident and he was rapping that song from his hospital bed or from his recovery room or wherever he was. And his mouth was actually wired shut because he, he had shattered his jaw in certain places. So he had to get these reconstructive surgery. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is real. And it just felt authentic. You know, at the time, um, luxury rap and Southern rap, it just didn't feel real to me. 
it, it didn't feel real. It felt like a facade. So I'm rocking with this dude because I'm like, oh, this is real life. This is real spit. Like this man is really being himself. He ain't really talking about being flashy. Like I can't relate to being flashy. I was ninth grader, eighth grader, ninth grader broke and didn't have what he was talking, what they were talking about. Man, through the wire changed my life. When I heard the beat, when I heard the rhymes, when I saw the video. So today's episode, y'all, is titled Old Yeezy Taught Me. You know how back in the day, it was a little thing that people used to say, Yeezy taught me. Yeezy taught me, Yeezy taught me. Old Yeezy taught me. It's episode two, Shaped by Music Podcast. Okay, I just started my podcast. Should I do it by myself or should I get a co-host? A co-host, you should... Actually, give, give me one second, no, I'll answer it, I promise you. Quick question. How do I make money with my podcast? There's a bunch of... What, okay, give me one second, I'll answer it, and just give me one second, one second. Oh, Dave, we were just talking. How long should I podcast? About... Fi- actually, you know what? Follow me. Follow me. All right, all right, all right. Listen, everybody has questions about podcasting. I cannot answer every question by myself. That's why July 30th and 31st in Miami, I'm putting together the biggest podcast summit that's ever been summited. You understand? Me, other multi-millionaire podcasters will be teaching you everything we know about podcasting. If you want to learn, go to podcastsummit.com. Podcastsummit.com. Go get your tickets right now, okay? podcast y'all we are talking about old yeezy taught me today's episode is about old yeezy this is not about the new political kanye west this is not about the man himself this is about the old principles that this man built his foundation on so we talking about old yeezy y'all old yeezy taught me okay make it very clear old yeezy taught me on february 10th 2004 kanye west released his first album his debut album the college dropout. But Kanye low-key made it really cool to say, you know what? I might not have did what the world thought I should do, but I'm doing what I think I should do. And that's admirable. That taught me to stand 10 toes down and say, I'm going to stand on what I believe in. I'm going to do this no matter who's with me, no matter who believes. And that's the theme of the college dropout. Him proving to the world that with or without your support, I'm going to be who I said I'm going to be no matter what. There were a number of tracks on the album that talked about betting on oneself, blocking out the naysayers, keeping your head down and doing the work. And those tracks that come to mind are specifically We Don't Care, Spaceship, Never Let Me Down, Through the Wire, Family Business, and obviously the most notorious song for betting on yourself is Last Call, the very last song on the album. So the beginning of the album starts off as... um 
it sounds like Bernie Mac, but it's not Bernie Mac. I found out that's D-Ray Davis imitating the voice of Bernie Mac. And it says, oh, Kanye, give something for the kids to love and jump and be happy with. And this is supposed to be some kind of graduation ceremony, I believe. Um, it just sounds really dope because you can tell they are in a school setting by the intro track. And he's giving Kanye West the opportunity to speak to the kids and say something inspirational. Or Kanye West is like, yo, I got the perfect song for kids to sing. And then he comes in with the chorus, drug dealing just to get by, stack your money till it gets sky high. Kids sing, kids sing. We wasn't supposed to make it past 25. The joke's on you, we still alive. Throw your hands up in the sky and say, we don't care what people say. And when I heard Kanye singing that part, I was like, what in the world? It sounded like a joke, but it hit so hard. It hit right here. I was like, oh my gosh, drug dealing just to get by, stacking money until you get sky high. Man, that was, that got my attention. That piqued my interest. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lot of explicit language in this. So if you are with children, if you are a saint, missionary, sister, brother, preacher, whatever, please forgive me. I'm just reciting the lyrics. So this is what it is. Mama, I'm sorry. This is for my niggas outside all winter. Cause it's summer. They ain't finna say next summer. I'm thinner sitting in the hood, like community colleges. This dope money here is little trace scholarship. Cause ain't no tuition for having no ambition and ain't no loans for sitting your ass at home. So we forced to sell crack rap and get a job. You gotta do something, man. Your ass is grown. Uh, I could not believe what I was hearing. It felt like a. It felt like this man was exposing the CIA or something. You know what I'm saying? Spaceship Man was was definitely a special song. Kanye said, "Y'all don't know my struggle. Y'all can't match my hustle." You can't catch my hustle. You can't fathom my love, dude. Lock yourself in the room doing five beats a day for three summers. That's a different world like Cree Summers. I deserve to do these numbers. Boy. Lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers? That's a different world like Cree Summers? I deserve to do these numbers? I want to see you try to match what I do. You say you a hustler. You say you a, you say you grinding. Are you really grinding? Are you really grinding like I'm grinding? Man, doing five beats a day for three summers? That is an impeccable work ethic. When Kanye came in on Never Let Me Down, the second verse came in so strong. That's the verse that Kanye had because Jay-Z was featured on that song and he had the first verse. On the second verse, Kanye came in. And says, I get down for my grandfather who took my mama. Made her sit in that seat where white folks ain't want us to eat. At the tender age of six, she was arrested for the sit-ins. And with that in my blood, I was born to be different. Hearing that, man, that that right there, it, it allowed me to look and see why I'm built the way I'm built. Another pivotal song on the album, Through the Wire. Now, Through the Wire, as I explained before... Um, was a song where he was just pretty much persevering through all his trials and tribulations, right? He was just in a car accident, shattered his jaw, had his mouth wired shut with some plates in his jaw. And it was just, it was pretty, 
gruesome. And I'm sure it was painful for him to actually, you know, go through that whole process, but he did it. A key lyric in that song that he said was, but I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph, make music this fire, spit my soul through the wire. And finally, this lyric solidified this album as a classic album, almost out of the gate. Now I could let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or use my arrogance as esteem to power my dreams. I use it as my gas so they say that I'm gassed, but without it, I'd be last, so I ought to laugh. Let's take a breather and just, we'll sit in this moment for just a moment, all right? Be right back. Step in the ring for the fight of my life, hit my knees and I strap on my gloves. Why I've been prepping since like I was seven and thing is I'm already covered in blood. Walking in love, this for the ones who been stuck in the mud. Searching for hope, trust me, I know what it feel like to drown in my problems, but God came and threw me the rope. All of my life I've been battling lies I found the truth and took off my disguise Come for my head, I still live for the prize Whoa, whoa, whoa I was in the city going down, trying to blow Everything changed when I learned to let it go Hopping on stage, I ain't in it for the show Only got one life, so I gotta let them know Talk about real I seen a man's whole bad hill I seen a woman drooling out the mouth I seen the demons in the castle out I seen my brother throw his hoe Vape in the lake, seen smooth hill from the dark I seen the spirit change my own heart Can't tell it all, but this a good start Who got the keys to the Jeep and the hiller? They ain't never been realer. I am not sure. Come along, didn't tell my face blue still. I ain't never been still. I was so hungry for somebody's backstory to be relatable to mine because I just wanted to know that I could make it too. And although me and Kanye were on two different levels in life, two different periods of our lives, he was much older, I was way younger. I felt like I was counted out. I felt like I was being played every time I gave somebody a beat or sold a beat to somebody. It always felt like people were like rocking with me as a beat maker, but not as a rapper. And I wanted to rap as well at one point. I wanted to um, do more than just make beats. I wanted to own a record label and all that stuff, right? But nobody took me seriously. So hearing Kanye West, hearing Kanye West's story about how he wasn't taken seriously. Nobody really believed in him but himself and his mama. I felt the same way. And I really, I took that energy and I channeled it to my creativity. Not, I didn't make any angry music. I made music to say, you know what? I'm going to keep on going no matter what because at the end of the day, these are my dreams, not yours. At the end of the day, God gave me the vision. He didn't give it to you. I was getting discouraged. By the time this album came out, um, Southern hip hop, it, even though I love, 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 love crunk music, it wasn't the music that I wanted to make. And I felt a shift in the rap industry at the time that like, dang, man, rap is getting further away from what I want to make. And once I put out what I want to make, nobody going to hear it until Kanye West came out. And when he came out, he made waves. My gosh, it made waves. Last Call just taught me to never regress because people don't see the vision. You know what I'm saying? The vision, once again, was given to you, not to anybody else. Keep going because nobody's here to bail you out. Nobody's here to save you. Nobody's here to reinforce your dreams but you. You might get some love and some affirmations from loved ones, but nobody can do your dream but you. And he taught me that you got to keep going. Old Yeezy taught me to keep going. You know the old adage that says, if you break down on the side of a busy road, you get out by yourself and you start to push your car by yourself and you're going, you're going, you're pushing, you're pushing. 
when people see you work, eventually they come and help you. Somebody may pull over and say, you know what? I see you working. Let me, let me pull over and, and help this young man or this young woman. So if you keep on working, if you're by yourself and you, you're your only believer, eventually you keep doing the work, somebody will eventually pull over and help you. They will be your teammate. They will be your help. They will be your assistant. They will be your producer. They will be your writer. They'll be whatever it takes to get on the team and help you out. Whatever gaps they see they can fill in, when people see you trying, something about that makes them want to help you out. So keep going because you never know who's watching. And that's what Kanye West's college dropout taught me. At one point in time, the label did not believe in the project. They didn't believe in him being a rapper. They said, hey, basically, if he screws up, they'll throw Cameron or Jay-Z on a track and help the song out or help the album. And he said, well, forget all that. I'm going to do it my way and rock out whether you believe in me or not. I am a rapper. I'm not just a producer. I'm a, I'm a rapper. So this whole album, Yeezy taught me, old Yeezy taught me, to keep going no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Failure is not an option. Whether you back me or not, I got this. Yo, thank you all so much for listening and tuning in to Shape My Music Podcast, Episode 2, Old Yeezy Taught Me. I hope that I was able to shed a little bit of light on the songs that influenced my heart from the college dropout. And I, I really look forward to hearing what you got to say in relation to what exactly struck a nerve for you. And y'all, please lock in on our social media accounts at Shaped by Music on every major platform, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and now on Facebook. Because this week, we got a lot of dope content dropping. All right, so please rock with us. We got a lot of mini episodes coming in. We're coming in hot, y'all. Just be ready, all right? Thank you again for listening to Shaped by Music Podcast. Much love. Peace. Thank you.